What's up, guys? Welcome to this 22nd pod, DW Podcast. Today I'm here by myself. Um, I already up- uploaded this week talking about the conference tournaments. I know that podcast did not age exactly well. And what I said on that podcast was that I was going to do one after, either on Monday, or I didn't think it was going to end up being on Monday because I thought it at school, or after the selection Sunday on Sunday. Anyway, I'm off for school for two weeks with the coronavirus, so you'll see more than a podcast a week, presumably. Today, because there are no current sports to talk about for at least maybe the next, I don't know, round month, I am going to just be talking about, um, it, so what I, basically what I'm going to do, I don't know if it's going to be the whole episode, um, is, it's probably going to be just because I'm going to upload a lot this week, um, is going to be a bracketology and it's going to be basically, um, I'm using Joe Lenardi's last bracket that he made, which was two days ago, March 12th. Well, um, and I'm going to be ba- doing my predictions based on if um, if the tournament was actually played, like if and if these were the matchups. Anyway, let's get into it. So um, we'll start in the Midwest region with the overall number one seed, Kansas playing Sienna. I know that the only 16 seed over one seed happened two years ago and was with the overall number one team, Virginia. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Would happen. I'm not saying going to, but would have happened. Um, yeah, so Kansas moves on there. Um, Houston versus Marquette. I think, I mean, I know we saw Marquette in the tournament last year. I'm, like, not good at this. I feel like I'm going to be saying, like, we're going to because we're not even though we're not going to we're never going to see another Marquette Marquette Marcus Howard Marquette game but I think if the tournament was being played Marquette in Houston as the eight versus nine matchup I think Marquette would win I think Marcus Howard just at last um at last Houston I would have thought Houston was going to win their conference tournament but Marquette and I feel like if you had Houston won the conference tournament they would have been higher seed but maybe not anyway Marquette moves on there now, Auburn and Liberty, we've seen some solid tournament, or not some solid, but we saw a lot of tournament success, probably one bad non-double dribble call away from going to the national championship last year and then potentially winning um, against a team who at points this season was red hot, was not great in conference play, was very good outside of conference play, the Liberty Flames. Um, I like Auburn in this game. Um... I feel like that's that would be a nice or not a nice ups, upset pick, but that would be an upset pick. Um, that that a lot of people would do. We obviously saw Liberty in like the same spot on the bracket beat um, Mississippi State last year, who probably shouldn't have been a five seed, but still Auburn moves on. Now Wisconsin and North Texas. North Texas had a great season, um, but not obviously showcased in the NCAA tournament. Wisconsin had a great run at the end of season one, eight straight. I'm obviously a Wisconsin fan, I assume most of you know. Um, Wisconsin, in the Bo Ryan slash Greg Gard tenure, um, which has been a while, but still, um, they've been very good in the tournament, a lot of sweet 16 appearances. Um, besides, la- I know last year they had the early exit, but still, in general, they've been very solid in the tournament. I like Wisconsin in this game. Um, so all the... To Auburn and Wisconsin, both move on. That would be an interesting matchup. 
Um, now we have Iowa and East Tennessee State. I don't know many. I feel like many people who actually watch college basketball are picking East Tennessee State in this game. I know Iowa has the, who I think mo- I, I think by now most people would have voted him second in the Wooden Award. Um, Obi Toppin will be the winner, or I don't know if they're having a winner, but would be the winner. Anyway, I like East Tennessee State, not Iowa. Um, Iowa, we'll see if Luke Garth's back next year. I wouldn't bet on it. But East Tennessee State, obviously, is best win, probably. Or maybe not obviously, but East Tennessee State's best win this year is probably the LSU win earlier in the year. That was looked at as a good win, but LSU's kind of not been as good lately or was not as good to end the season. But I like East Tennessee State. Now, Duke and Belmont as the 3 versus 14 matchup. Now, if I was Duke, I would not be wanting to play Belmont. Or, like... Or had it been Murray State. Like, I feel like they are teams that are 14 seeds because they're not, like, that great. But they, one, have had tournament success in the past. I mean, I know Belmont didn't have tournament success last year, but I predicted them to go to Sweet 16 in Murray State. I know with Joss, they'll beat Marquette last year. Anyway, I still like Duke in this game, but I think had this game been played, it would have been, like, around maybe within, like, a 10, 15-point game. Belmont would have put up a good fight. Now, in the last two games of this region, I like Providence versus Arizona State. Providence um, finished the season red hot, to put it simply. And Arizona State, there was a point where they were not very long ago, maybe like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, where they were first in the Pac-12. They'd won like eight straight or something like that. Um, Kentucky also kind of finished the season kind of hot. I know they had the Tennessee loss last week, but that Florida comeback on Saturday was very impressive against the North Dakota State team, who I just don't love. Um, The Providence game, I like Providence winning, would would have liked Providence winning close, and Kentucky destroying North Dakota State to wrap up the the first round of the Midwest region. Um, Okay. In the East region, we have Dayton versus the winner of Boston University and Robert Morris. Robert Morris had an impressive season this year. Um, I saw Robert Morris's coach talking on SportsCenter, I think it was, or maybe he wasn't talking about. Maybe he was just talking about Robert Morris. Um, Robert Morris had a good season. They, was, they, yeah, I don't know. They were a team. Obviously, like they played like a team. I like do. I, I mean, I like Robert Morris to play Dayton, and I like Dayton to. Um, win that game by a lot. Uh, Colorado, Florida. Um, I like. I would like to see another Colorado Dayton matchup. Obviously, Colorado was one of the two teams to beat Dayton, then Kansas. Um, but I don't think it will happen. I think Florida, a team that played Kentucky very close. I know they um, didn't get a chance to play Georgia in the SEC tournament, but I think they are. I, I would... I. If you guys listened to my conference tournament predictions, I had them going to the SEC championship, losing to Auburn. Um, seeding would have been different based on my predictions, but because we never had it, and I know we don't have a tournament now. Anyway, like I think Florida would have been higher seeded than Colorado with my conference tournament predictions, so Florida wins. Now, Butler versus the winner of Texas and Richmond. I don't think Richmond deserves to be here, and I don't love the Texas team. I mean, I know they went on the big run, but I think Texas would win, um, which brings a rematch of a 2015 6-11 matchup, Butler versus Texas, when Texas had Miles Turner and 
Butler had nobody that comes to mind. Um, anyway, I think Butler wins this um, matchup easily. Now, Maryland and Akron. I feel like for some reason this would be a Maryland game to lose, but I don't see them doing it. Um, but I think this will be close, like maybe a five-point game. Akron had a good season, um, but I like Maryland. Now, Penn State, there's three first four matchups in this region. Penn State versus the winner of NC State and UCLA. Um, I'm not really set on either of these teams would have made the tournament or even the first four. Um, I think UCLA, though, would have won this one against Penn, or again, NC State, and then against NC State, and then lost to Penn State. Nova versus Hofstra. Now, here is a game that I was very tempted to pick. Yeah, I know I haven't had many upsets so far. I mean, the only ones were nine, two nine seeds over eight seeds, and in East Tennessee State over Iowa. I was very tempted to pick this Hofstra team, um, but I think Nova will pull out close. This would be a interesting um, Pennsylvania matchup. I know they're not even close to each other because I live here, but it would be significant because they're most of the college basketball, this would have been because most of the college basketball fans here are either root for Penn State for basketball or Nova in some temple. Or if like, you're, yeah, of the Pennsylvania teams, Penn State and Nova are probably root for the most. Um, now West Virginia, Utah State. Now here's an upset. I think Utah State um, proved in conference play that they were great a great team. I know they struggled with San Diego State until they made a ridiculous shot and beat San Diego State in the final of the conference of the Mountain West Conference tournament. Um, West Virginia started the year off very hot. They beat a Ohio State team that was ranked number two at the time. They kept rising and then they fought, fell off a damn cliff. Um, but so I think Utah State. I feel like Utah State. I know I had Utah State going the second round against Washington last year. I feel like Utah State's a very tournamenty team. Like they're a good, they're pretty good. They can scare teams because they're like not widely regarded as like a great, uh, comp- uh great program. Um, and Florida State, Northern Kentucky. I definitely like Florida State in this game. Big. I'm very. I would have been very sad in Florida State. I assume. I had Florida State losing um, to Duke in the semifinals of the ACC tournament. Had that actually happened, I feel like they probably could have fallen to a two seed, but that also depends on the results of the other other conference tournaments. I mean, I know Gonzaga was set. I ha- I don't know if you're putting Florida State over Baylor. I had Baylor losing in the championship. I don't know. But anyway, um, now for the West region, um, Gonzaga versus the winner of Prairie View A&M and North Carolina Central. I like Gonzaga in this one against, I guess, North Carolina Central. I know absolutely nothing about either of those teams. Um, LSU versus Oklahoma. I think LSU will prevail in this game. I, I don't know. Oklahoma is a team that kind of stayed around all season. I mean, the best wins at the time were like against West Virginia, but West Virginia is not that great. In this bracketology, only two seeds higher than them. Um, so I like LSU in this game, whose stock kind of fell, but there were points where they were looked at as a very good team. Um, they barely—I I mean, they barely lost to an Auburn team. They kind of blew the lead. They almost beat Kentucky. Like they lost to East Tennessee State. Like not—not not great, but they could have been better with the end of their season. Now Michigan and Yale. This is a game where I'm tempted to pick Yale. Yale scores a lot. Yale um, 
Yeah, and Michigan Michigan has a lot of success in the tournament where they like go out in the first round. Um I like Yale in this game. Close, but I think Yale offense will prevail. That was not meant to rhyme, but it's dead. Um Oregon, New Mexico State. Now, New Mexico State's a team that last year they had matchups against Auburn, and then had they won, they would have played Kansas. I thought they were going to win both of those games and then lose to North Carolina in the Sweet 16. Um, I'm not doing that again because New Mexico State's a team that was always looked at as, like, one of the better, like, non-Power 5 teams. Like, they always go, like, 30 wins in the regular season then don't do anything in the tournament. So I like Oregon here um, with Peyton Pritchard. I know I keep doing this like as if um, they're playing, but they're not. But you guys understand. Now, BYU versus Indiana. I think BYU wins this game. BYU is a team that had they gone to the tournament, which they obviously would have. They would have been like a 6-7 seed. BYU would have scared teams. And I think BYU wins this game against Indiana. Now, Seton Hall versus Eastern Washington. Um, I'm not tempted into picking Eastern Washington whatsoever. I like Seton Hall here, Miles Powell. Um, sent out a tweet, I guess, it was the day the tournament got canceled, it was, Dear Seton Hall, I love you, uh, Miles Powell is very exciting, I think there's a lot of good seniors who are fun to watch, I think they could have, um, had a big tournament with my, Marcus Howard, and Peyton Pritchard, and Miles Powell, and, I might have said Miles Powell, Cassius Winston, very interesting senior class this year, I'll tell you that. Um, Arizona versus Texas Tech, I... This podcast is going to go really long, so I'm probably not going to do anything else. Arizona versus Texas Tech. Um, I like Arizona. I know Texas Tech won the national championship this year, but they were a team that was always pretty much the whole season was considered a lot better than what their resume actually showed. They have a good win against Louisville. They lost two close games to Kansas. They almost beat Baylor. Like, but they didn't win enough like big games or games, period. I like Arizona. I thought Arizona was always pretty much better than they were regarded from the start, um, so Arizona wins there. Uh, San Diego State versus UC Irvine. UC Irvine was a team that won in the tournament, um, a game in the tournament last year. They beat Kansas State, then lost to Oregon. I had UC Irvine winning that game against Kansas State, but not here against San Diego State, which wraps up the first round of the West bracket. Like, I'm taking, this might go over an hour. I hope not. Um, Baylor versus Winthrop. I like Baylor big here. I mean, yeah, they're a one seed. I don't see any 16 seeds winning this year. If I were going to pick a 16 seed, though, I think it would be um, Robert Morris because I feel like Dayton's the team to choke, kind of. And Robert Morris, I also think, might be the best 16 seed. Them or Winthrop. Um, St. Mary's versus Rutgers. I think Rutgers, so Rucker gets to the tournament for the first time in... 29 years, I think, um, they get to the tournament, and they lose in the first game, I like St. Mary's here, um, not big, but near big, uh, I'll go, Ohio State, Stephen F. Austin, I think this is not a no-brainer, but it didn't take much thought to put Stephen F. Austin winning here, um, yeah, I like Stephen F. Austin. They're always decent in the tournament. They beat VCU in that crazy game with the four-point play with, like, not too much time left. And they beat West Virginia as the 14 seed two years? No, not two years ago. Four years ago. Jesus. Um, 
Louisville versus Vermont. Vermont's a team that um is always pretty good. They've pretty much usually the best here for a while has been the best team in the American East. Um I think that's what it's called. Um they've a very good player in um in Anthony Lamb, but I don't think they beat Louisville here. Just so Virginia versus Cincinnati. Um I don't not like Virginia, but I don't think I feel like there's one game where they're gonna run into a team that's offense is good enough to just completely outscore them because their offense sucks and their defense won't be great and they'll lose. Um don't think it'll be this game though. I mean, yeah, I don't. Michigan State Bradley. This is interesting or significant, I guess, because these guys played in the first round. Bradley was winning for most of that game. They ended up losing by like nine, I think. Um, it's not Bradley's year. Um, I know you guys are probably watching this and thinking I didn't have any one through four seed losing in the first round, but I think uh, I don't know. There's not always like I can't think of any years where a one through four seed didn't lose, but I don't feel like this year, like this year it's very top heavy. Like even though not usual teams have been good, like eh, eh, maybe not. Um, Illinois versus USC. I like Illinois big in this game. I don't know. USC as a 10 seed doesn't seem accurate. And then Creighton versus Arkansas Little Rock. I like Creighton here. Um, now in the second round, Kansas versus Marquette, a 1v9 matchup. I like Kansas in here. Um, not big, but I think Kansas, like Devin Dotson and Duca. Azubuki versus um, Marcus Howard would be, be a very appealing matchup, but I don't think it would be that close. Um, Marcus Howard would put up a good fight in his last college basketball game. Um, Auburn versus Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin. Not big here, but maybe by like... 13, like, this is like a Wisconsin game where a lot of people have them losing and they'll just come out and win. I feel like I kind of expect that out of Wisconsin a lot in the tournament. Um, East Tennessee State versus Duke. Um, I'm going to have to pull the trigger on East Tennessee State once again. This is such a Duke game to lose. Like, Duke, a lot of the years, either makes, like, a big run or loses to, like, a team that's makes, like, a Cinderella in the second round, and that checks out this year. Um, so East Tennessee State beats Duke close, maybe by, like, four. Um, now, Providence versus Kentucky. I like Kentucky, um, in this game. Not big, but not close. Okay, now in the East region for the second round, Dayton versus Florida. I think this would be a good game. I think Dayton prevails, though, here. Butler versus Maryland. I had Butler going to the Big East Championship. You know, I'm going to go Butler here to play Dayton. Um, Penn State versus Villanova. I think Villanova wins big in this game. I'm very, I've been very anti-Penn State all season. I don't think they're as good as they were advertised at points, so... I'll go, um, I'll go Penn State, or Nova, sorry. Um, and that would be in New York, I think, too. So I feel like a bunch of people would go to that game. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, West, or Utah State versus Florida State. I like, um, Florida State in this. I know I'm not having too many upsets except for East Tennessee State, but I like Florida State in this.
Okay, Gonzaga, LSU. I think I'm going to pull the upset trigger. I don't know why. I just am feeling LSU this year, even though I've trashed talked them a fair amount in this um, episode. I'm going to go LSU beating Gonzaga close. Um, Yale versus Oregon. I think Oregon's going to win and make it to the Sweet 16 to play LSU. Now, BYU versus Seton Hall. Here's another upset. I know I I made a comment probably in the last episode that Seton Hall was a scary team in the tournament because of Miles Miles Powell, but something about this BYU team just tempts me into picking them. So I'm going to go BYU. Now, San Diego State and Arizona. I think I had Arizona winning, yeah. Um, I like San Diego State. So that filled out the Sweet 16. Interesting Sweet 16 in that region. San Diego State versus BYU and LSU versus Oregon. Now, Baylor, St. Mary's. I was gonna, I was debating before I aired this podcast which eight over one seed I was gonna have LSU over Gonzaga or St. Mary's over uh, Baylor. I ended up picking St. Mary's um, or LSU. So I think Baylor's gonna beat St. Mary's. Now, Stephen F. Austin versus Louisville. I definitely like Stephen F. Austin to continue the um, the Cinderella run. So the Stephen F. Austin versus Baylor, a battle of Texas. I think that would actually end up being a close game. Um, now Michigan State versus Virginia. I like Michigan State big here. Like I said, I think Michigan Virginia would run into a team that would just have a very hot offensive day, and Virginia wouldn't stand a chance. Um, we've seen a lot of Michigan State, Virginia things over the year in 15 and 14. Michigan State being the lower seed prevailed in both of those. Now, Illinois versus Creighton. This is an upset. I, a lot of Creighton's a pretty sexy pick, I find, um, this year. But I don't love the Creighton team. I'm going to have Illinois um, win. Now, the Sweet 16. This isn't taking as long as I thought. I kind of flied through that round. Um, I'm only 22 minutes in. I'm still probably not going to do another topic, though. Now, Kansas and Wisconsin. Wisconsin's run comes to an end. They Wisconsin wins that. They they finish the season on a eight-game win streak, I think. So that's eight games plus maybe seven. Eight or seven, not sure which one. They lose once in the um, Big Ten tournament, according to my predictions. Then they win. So they win nine out of ten up to the Kansas game. They lose that. Um, so, yeah, anyway, Wisconsin is out. Kansas moves on to the Elite Eight. Now, East Tennessee State versus Kentucky. I think a lot of people ha- would have in this, if you're looking at this bracket, East Tennessee State, moving on to Sweet 16, then losing to Kentucky, but not me. East Tennessee State advances, goes to the lead eight to play Kansas. They beat Kentucky close. I feel like Kentucky's going to run into a team where they just struggle and they lose that game, especially with Ash- without Ashton Haggins. Um, now, Dayton versus Butler. I think Dayton wins um, big here. Mar Baldwin versus Obi Toppin, I think, would be an interesting matchup. Dayton wins, though, like, barely. Okay, um, now Nova versus Florida State. I think Florida State wins to advance to the um, 
to the Elite Eight. I think this would be an interesting matchup. Nova just kind of gets outlasted. It would be close. Um, maybe like a six-point game. Like not. I don't know if I was. I, I forgot to say this. If I'm looking at the first round, what's the most appealing matchup to me? Uh, probably Ohio State versus Stephen F. Austin, or Oregon versus New Mexico State. Maybe Auburn versus Liberty. Or lastly, Houston versus Marquette, because I just love watching um, Marcus Howard play. Um, now we move on to the other side. To the Elite Eights are Kansas, East Tennessee State, and Dayton versus Florida State. Now here, LSU versus Oregon. I think Oregon wins and advances to the Elite Eight. Um, close, but not that close. And San Diego State-BYU. I think this is one, maybe one of the closest games of this virtual or theoretical or hypothetical, whatever you want to call it, tournament. Um, San Diego State went very close to advance to the Elite Eight. Um, now, in this region, Baylor versus Stephen F. Austin to go to the Elite Eight. Stephen F. Austin's magical run ends. They are very close, but Baylor prevails late. Um, I feel like I'm saying prevail a lot. Um, now, in the other Sweet 16 matchup, Michigan State versus Illinois, I think Michigan State wins big here. We saw a few Michigan State, or not a few, I guess, was it one or two, Michigan State-Illinois matchups. I know Michigan State won the one time. I don't remember if Illinois won. The, I'm on ESPN, and, like, as I'm talking about it, they show, they're talking about Cassius Winston and against Illinois. But anyway, Michigan State wins here to move on to play Baylor. Now, Elite Eight time. Kansas first, East Tennessee State. Now, we saw a mid-major as an 11 seed beat Kansas to go to the Final Four once when it was VCU in 2011. Um, not this year. But Kansas wins maybe by, like, seven, maybe, like, even closer. Can East Tennessee State has a magical run, but it finally ends there. Kansas advances to the Final Four. No, Dayton and Florida State. I think Dayton kind of just wins here. Obi Toppin is just too good. I feel like a lot of the years in the tournament, there are, like, teams. Like, like, like last year, I don't think. Like, a lot of people had Duke because they had the star. I think Duke could have won last year because they also kind of had a team with two other good players. Um, But, like, if I think back to tournaments, Virginia, like, a team like that. Nova, like that. Um, North Carolina, kind of like that. Has when's the last time that the best player in college basketball has won the national championship? Let me think of that. I have Dayton winning anyway, but Duke lost. Um, Nova, right? But yeah, Nova. But there was a lot of stars on that team. Bronson and yeah, okay. Um, anyway, Dayton advances to play Kansas in a rematch of a game from the Maui Invitational that Dayton lost in overtime. Um, Oregon versus San Diego State to go to the Final four, four. I think San Diego State wins. I know San Diego State didn't look great at the end of the season, lost to UNLV, and again, they should not have lost, and lost to Oregon. Um, not Oregon. They beat Oregon now in this hypothetical bracket. They lost to Utah State in the final of the Mountain West Conference tournament, but San Diego State advances to the Final Four. 
And then here in the Elite Eight, we have Baylor versus Michigan State. I think Cassius Winston and Michigan State moves on to the final or four, final four. Um, now, Kansas versus Dayton. I think Dayton, I say this a lot. If two teams play, they're playing again, especially if it's a close game, I think teams can just change the slightest bit of their game plan and win. I think that'll be the case. Like, this game was very close. They went to overtime. Dayton beats Kansas, goes to their first national championship ever. I mean, they're probably the first Final Four ever, too. But uh, uh, San Diego State versus Michigan State. I know a lot of people would pick Michigan State here, but I like San Diego State very close. Now, in what might be the weirdest um, national championship matchup of all time, two mid-major schools from the A-10 and the Mountain West, Dayton versus San Diego State. I like Dayton. I know I made the comment about Robert Morris probably becoming the closest team to beating the one seed, yet I still think, and I know I also made the comment about the best player in the country not making, winning the tournament, but I still think Dayton was just, Dayton, you, Dayton, um, a lot of people are looking at Dayton and saying, oh, well, they didn't beat good enough teams, but you compare them to a team like Iowa. I, I was reading this yesterday just because it was talking about the Obi Toppin versus Luke Garza. What an award match, or, yeah, matchup, I guess, um, and Dayton actually has a better strength to schedule than Iowa. Anyway, Dayton beat San Diego State to win the national championship. Um, uh, Obi Toppin wins most um, valuable player of the tournament and player of the year. I hope you guys enjoyed that podcast. Probably see you another time either this week or next week. See you next time. Peace.